the sixes in here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, ten of us, we move in this one. I'm so proud of who I become. You might think I'm taking some lumps. Only if we talking about some. Welcome back, No Clue Podcast, episode 75, we have returned. We have. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome. Where do you want to start? Sports first as always. Yeah, let's talk football. Let's run through what happened this weekend. Okay. <laughs> Where do you want to start first? Uh... Hmm. Let's talk. Let's start with the Cowboys. All right. So the Cowboys stunk it up. <laughs> um. Dak three interceptions. Oh, where to start with this? I mean, it's kind of wild. Like Cooper played really good overall. But it was a lot of that was garbage time. It was, yeah. That's why Dak ended up with four hundred and thirty or four hundred and sixty-three yards. In the first half, uh, and this might be disrespectful, I never heard of Jair Alexander, uh-huh. but he looked like uh, a prime Darrell Revis in the first half. <laughs> Just Amari Cooper couldn't get any separation. He couldn't get open. Even when he was kind of getting open, Alexander was getting in there and batting it down. Yeah. I was just like, wow, this is, this is just hard to watch. Yeah. And the Cowboys, and I, I complained about what their issue is last week, and this game just highlighted what a problem he is. Who? The coach? Jason Garrett. Yeah. How do, It's one thing if, if we came out and Dak throws picks and that's why they lose, I'd be like, Dak, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But they, were, they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't protect Dak. They couldn't get after Aaron Rodgers. They couldn't no. stop the Packers from running the ball. Right. I mean, their running game has really suffered. I mean, and nothing has changed. They just don't run good running plays. They don't at all. They treat Zeke like a fullback, and they just run him up the middle. Yeah, no. And it's so basic. It's a, I thought Kellen Moore was doing a good job early in the year, but... Now they're falling back to just like this, like the simple, boring offense that just doesn't work. Right. And I mean, Dak Prescott wasn't great. You know, he, some of those picks just, you just can't throw that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, I've, I've, I know what Dak is. I know he's not Patrick Mahomes. I know he's not Tom Brady. Right. I know he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not even, I know he's not the best quarterback in his division. Right. So if if you're asking Dak to carry you to victory and you can't stop uh, Aaron Jones from getting four touchdowns. Right. I mean, we were laughing at Aaron Jones being ranked above Zeke. And and he looked like he stole Zeke's powers. Yeah, he did. He was running through tackles. Every time he got touched, he'd fall forward for extra yards. And then the one linebacker, uh, Vander Esch. Yeah. Dude, he was getting exposed. Yep. He, he couldn't make a fucking tackle like the whole game. Yep. And again, if if it was if we could just point to one thing, 
all right, whatever. But you get killed in every aspect of the game. I got to look at the head coach. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because it was, it was, like you said, every aspect, for sure. And it's crazy that people thought the Cowboys were, like, kind of coming back. No. You never cut it to, you never cut it to under 10 points. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Cowboys, I mean, I still think they're a good team. Uh, but they're cursed. They're cursed and they're poorly ran. So, yeah. And then um, someone came out and said that Garrett isn't on the hot seat. Did you see that? Yeah, Jerry. I think, and uh, not maybe not Jerry. I think it was uh, Stephen Jones. Yeah. I mean, if you have to say that, he probably should be on the hot seat. Right. Yeah. When the reporters are asking you about your coach's job, he's not doing very well. <laughs> right. They're not asking for no reason. He's definitely in trouble. The team is in trouble. It, to me, it's so obvious. Yeah. Like, it, it it shocks me that the people inside the Cowboys organization don't see that. Right. But that's, that's what it is to be a Cowboy fan. Yeah. Speaking of coaching... The Patriots played well. <laughs> yeah. Against the... I watched... That was the, the first game I watched Sunday. Okay, oh, what'd you man. think? Man, I mean, the Patriots... It's funny, the Patriots, like, you could tell that they're a great team because in the first half, they looked awful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I was watching the first half, and I'm like, damn, Tom Brady out here just throwing the ball up for grabs. Uh, he's just, he looks shook from the, the, the pressure coming his way. Uh, the Redskins are making good plays. They're, they're within a possession. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, the Patriots, you know, were elite. Yep. And I, I, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I knew the Redskins weren't good. <laughs> you know, I never had a doubt in my mind that the Patriots might lose the game. You didn't trust in Colt McCoy? No, I didn't. <laughs> and it's nothing against Colt McCoy. I'm not he didn't play well, but when you're put in a position to fail, I'm not going to get mad at you for doing just that. Right. There's he has no he had no protection, no running game. His receivers were dropping passes or they didn't know their routes. I like speaking of coaching, I mean, the Redskins this year have been probably the worst coach team in football. They they are the worst team in football. So I mean, you know, the 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 Dolphins are terrible, but at least the Dolphins know they're terrible. And their roster isn't as good either. Right. The Redskins have talented players and they just they stink. They they're terrible every every game. Yeah. Why did Adrian Peterson pick the Redskins to come back to? Were they the only people who offered him? I'm assuming so. That's crazy. Is, I mean, they fired the coach, but what does that really change? You know, Jay yeah. Gruden isn't a great coach. Uh, that's fine, but remo- to me, removing the coach doesn't doesn't solve the, the problems that the franchise has. Especially not mid-season. Exactly. That's the other thing I think is crazy. When you, if you even think you're going to fire a coach, you should fire him well before the season starts. No, Dwayne Haskins is probably going to suck. Yeah. You know, you're asking some interim coach I'd never heard of to develop a rookie quarterback. That he didn't draft. Right. It, it's just a mess. It's a, it's a total mess. And, I, I mean, I didn't think Haskins was doing that bad. 
I think the team was just bad. Yeah, there was just no plan. Yeah. They just didn't they don't seem organized on offense a lot of the time. Uh like Colt like this is how I know you're coached poorly when your quarterback and receiver are are on opposite pages on certain plays. Yeah. Like McCoy threw a pick uh late in the first half on Sunday and it was the receiver like turned the completely wrong way. <laughs> And that happened a number of other times where luckily for McCoy, it wasn't a pick. But I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, what is what is going on here with this coaching? How is your quarterback coming into this game and he has no chemistry with any of his receivers? Yeah. Yeah, and he knew he was, he knew he was starting because they said Haskins was never in the running to right. start. So... I, I got to watch two beatdowns before the Cowboys game. Uh... <laughs> Redskins getting spanked and the Giants as well. Yep. Yeah. Giants I was a little surprised on. Uh but I I think the it was more about the Vikings kind of responding to their criticism. Yeah, the Vikings played well. I thought C- uh, Cousins had a really good game. Yep, he did. Uh, he he forced it to Thielen, but like he was making good throws to him. Yeah. He was uh, accurate, very accurate for him. Yeah. And Minnesota, like Minnesota, I've been saying they're a good roster, so they should be playing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I mean, the Giants' secondary I knew was bad because they made Dak Prescott look like, the, the, you know, Joe Montana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I I don't expect the Giants to win a lot of games, even even if Daniel Jones, like, kills it, which I thought I liked some of the things I saw from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, your quarterback can't succeed if he's running for his life. Right. Only they Russell also, Wilson and Patrick Mahomes can do that. They also made Dalvin Cook look like the Hall of Famer. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, and Daniel, the accuracy is just—I mean, you're right. He was running for his life, and there's no way for him to. It's hard to be accurate when you're running all day. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, we could talk about uh I got I got a couple teams I got to apologize to. <laughs> okay. Um one of them being the Indianapolis Colts. Why? Uh they've been kind of good from the start of the year. Mhm. And I kind of just ignored it because they don't really I don't know their quarterback. I don't know their roster that well. Yeah. Uh, but beating the Chiefs was a statement as far as I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah, and sacking Mahomes four times. Yeah, containing Mahomes. Uh, you, you still put up points. I thought Brissett is a, played like a solid game manager. Yeah. I know, you know, his stats didn't look very good, but it was a defensive game throughout. Yeah, because Indiana, I mean, yeah, Indianapolis stopped the running game. Kansas City couldn't run at all, really. No, not at all. They were locking it up. Uh, but, I, I mean, I didn't know Indianapolis could get to the quarterback like they can. Right. I didn't either. Uh, and I, I thought that was kind of the, the the weekend trend was all the teams that got to the opposite quarterback had success. Yeah. I thought the Packers got to Dak Prescott. I thought the Vikings got to Jones. Uh, there's a number of other games that kind of went that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't panic if I'm the Chiefs. 
You know, I, I thought they played poorly, but it wasn't like one of those games where I think they got exposed or anything. Right. Uh, I just thought Indianapolis played really well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. And they're like a real football team. Like, don't be surprised if this team's in the playoffs, you know, making big things happen. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, they were they were up there for major contenders before Luck, right. you know, retired. I have I have to apologize to the Cardinals, even though the one game they win is against the Bengals. They had to beat the Bengals. Yeah. I still don't think they're going to win any more games, but... Do they play the Dolphins later? Uh, let's see. <laughs> if they do, then that's no, another win. They don't. I'll say I'm impressed that Arizona is clear, like clearly not the worst team in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's a number, like the Redskins are worse, Dolphins are worse, the Bengals are worse. Yeah. And part of that is having the number one pick, but. They've they've been a lot more competitive than I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, they're a little bit limited because they have a hard time protecting Kyler. And, right. And they, I don't know what happened to David Johnson. Uh, but he just he doesn't look the same. I don't know if it's injuries or what the issue might be, but. Mm-hmm. He just I remember him being a top tier running back couple years ago yeah and he just hasn't really been that yeah how old is he i have no idea oh 27 he's not that old seems seems like he's older but Bengals, by the way are super trash for letting andy dalton play well and still lose <laughs> that's the second time because he played well in the opening week against the seahawks and they lost yeah, they can't. Their defense is bad, isn't it? They're bad, top to bottom. <laughs> how did how did the Falcons let the Texans score fifty three points? I didn't Speaking even of, haven't seen the highlights of that either. To me, there's two contenders for most disappointing team. Atlanta. And Atlanta is most definitely one of them. Hmm. Atlanta has just they've they've been like selectively awful at whatever you need to be bad at to lose that that game. Like they struggle offensively against the Titans. That's the one way you could lose to the Titans. Mhm. And of course, they couldn't get a stop against Deshaun Watson. But like Deshaun Watson, he only were they just scoring like every time he threw the ball? I mean, I didn't see the game, but I, I would assume so. I mean, to score 53 points on only 28 passes, 28 completions, I mean. Five touchdowns. Yeah, five touchdowns on 28 Holy completions. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, every time he threw it, they were getting into the red zone. You allow, to me, your defense is atrocious. If you allow the not number one receiver to get... And Will Fuller, I've heard his name. He's good. Yeah. But again, he's not DeAndre Hopkins. 217 yards. And three touchdowns. He was on fire. <laughs> My God. Dude, Atlanta. Whoever was guarding him should get cut. Whoever the corner was on him should get cut immediately. For sure. 
Where's the safety help? Where's the double team? Like, they should both be cut. The safety and the corner. Apart is. I mean, the Texans are a good team, but the Falcons just find new things to be bad at every week. Watch, watch Julio uh, <laughs> demand a trade. <laughs> they just extended him too. That's crazy. I don't know. The, the Falcons just look soft when I've seen them. And the the one time I really got to like a close chance to watch them was when they beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And somehow that's their only win of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a disaster. They're they literally they're the only team that finds a way to whatever the other team does well. The Falcons are terrible at. It's, yeah, it makes no sense. And, and another coach who to me has to go. Yeah, I agree. Because this team this team has obviously not recovered from twenty eight three. Right. Yeah, for sure. The other team that is in the running for most disappointing team, at least from after this week, is the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're disappointing lose, to some people. I think they're... They lose to Joe Flacco? Yeah, Mighty Joe. Joe Fluco, as everybody should call him. 14 completions. That's all it took. He had, like, one big play early in the game. That was it. That's crazy. They just let Lindsey run all over them. I saw Lindsey's highlights on TV the other day. Yeah. I mean, the the Chargers, to me, they're another team who, have they not been contenders the last, like, three, four years? Yeah. For some reason, they were, yeah. On, on paper, paper. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they've been, like, every time I watch them, I never feel threatened from by them as contenders. Yeah, that, they're not dominant at all. To me, they beat the Chiefs late in the year last year. You remember what a big deal that was? Yeah. They, like, they were t- like, oh, it's over now. Yeah, they tied the <laughs> the Chiefs record up, up to that point. Yeah. And even back then, I was like, man, there's no way. Right. And and I don't know what their real problem is, but to me Philip Rivers is not a, a Super Bowl quarterback. I agree. Like numbers-wise, he's a, like similar to like the the Mannings, the Breeze. But Rivers never gets it done when you need him to get it done. Nope. I agree. So, uh, I mean Melvin Gordon hasn't been good, but I knew he wasn't good. Right. I still I still can't understand why he was holding out. Like, since when do, like, the sixth, seventh best players at their positions demand max money? <laughs> right. It just makes no sense to me. I don't know if they're poorly coached or, or what, but you can't lose to the Broncos. You just can't. Right. Especially, you're 2-2, two and two, so this is a must-win game. If you ever have any hope of catching the Chiefs and you just stink it up. Yeah. That that's terrible. It is, yeah. It's sad. They're definitely they're definitely um one of the most disappointing. Yeah. I think um Jacksonville is pretty disappointing to some people. But I know I get it the injury, but Yeah, I mean, they had a they had a fun game this past weekend. Yeah. Uh that that was probably the most like competitive game of the weekend. Yeah, it was. I agree, yeah. Uh maybe outside of the Thursday night game, but 
Um, yeah, man, I, I think Jacksonville has a ceiling. Yeah. You know, they can only be so good, and, and Minshew has been really good for them. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I don't believe in them. I don't believe in them going crazy and winning a ton of games. McCaffrey had to do everything on the field, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, McCaffrey has been so far. He's probably been the best running back in football. Yeah, I agree. Especially because he's year. kind of he's carried the Carolina offense. Yeah, he is. Uh, and Kyle Allen really hasn't played very well the last two weeks, and the Panthers are finding ways to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which makes me look at Cam Newton like, bro, what were you doing out there? You, you. This roster is built to win games. Yeah, it's a good they roster. Have, they have the best pass defense in the league. Like that's probably one of the most important things that you have to defend is the pass. And right. they're the best team in the NFL. You got Kyle Allen last week fumbled the ball like three times, and they found a way to win. This week he gets outplayed by the other quarterback, and they still find a way to win. Yeah. It really makes me question what Cam Newton was doing out there. Losing. <laughs> I mean. It's crazy. It was a fashion show every night, at least. That's his game. He should just quit and go model, honestly. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. Clearly, that's where his focus is. He's definitely retiring in the next few years. <laughs> you think so, for real? He has to, man. He can't throw the ball. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna get. What's the point of getting healthy if you're gonna go out there to get your ass whooped? Because you can't, <laughs> you can't get rid of the ball before a defense hits you. Because you have to wind up to get the ball past like 20 yards. Yeah. Come on, bro. I'm done. I'm done with Cam. It's, and more than anything, I'm impressed by Carolina. But that just makes me doubt Cam so much more because Carolina has been good for the last five years. Yeah. Since their Super Bowl run, their defense hasn't gotten much worse. No, you're right. So yeah. it's like you you have weapons. McCaffrey's been in great since he got there. Yeah. Yeah. Your receivers are you don't have like you don't have a Julio Jones or a Odell, but you have good receivers. Yeah, McCaffrey, like, throughout the league, he has, like, the best incline out of any player. Like, that, you know what I mean? Like, he's been progressing, getting better and better and better out yeah. of any player to me that I've noticed. The Panthers have, tra- like, transformed to r- playing an offense through their running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and they do it well. They're the one of the few teams that, like, really commits to it. Yep. Which, you know, I wish the Cowboys would do more of that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another team I got to apologize to before I forget. Uh, the 49ers. And we'll get into the Browns in a second, but the 49ers <laughs> have looked like one of the best teams in football. Yeah. Uh, and I, I hated on them, you know, for the last couple weeks. They're 5-0, and right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they, I still don't trust Garoppolo at all. Me neither. But they're they're coached well. They have stars in every position. I mean, their running back is a speedster. I had no idea he had he was like a burner. I didn't either. 
I never, Breda, I think his name is. I never heard of him. Yeah. And and they they run the ball like what you were saying about the Cowboys. They don't do that. Yeah. Their runs are creative. Even when they run basic plays, they motion a lot. They, you know, throw something different in there. And they go deep. They go deep with their running backs. Yeah. You know, they have like seven runners. One, two. Six people carried for them. Yeah, they they do it by committee, including Garoppolo. Say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, some I like teams what have I like saw from their overall roster. Yeah, yeah. Some teams carry like two people carry the whole night, and mm-hmm. one of them is usually the quarterback. Yep. Yeah, that's that makes the team tough and makes them versatile. Hard to, uh, you know, hard to predict what they're gonna do, yeah. which is big. Yeah. Now, so the while I apologize to the 49ers and gave them their credit, <laughs> they we do got to talk about who they played. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns. Has anyone else had a single digit completion <laughs> number all season that didn't get think, hurt in I the game? I think Kirk Cousins had like 10 in one game. <laughs> That's the lowest. I'm I'm I want to say so, yeah. Shout out to Baker, man. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> he was so bad. Oh my god. Odell threw one pass and had you know a fifth of Baker's yardage. Uh, they might as well put Odell at quarterback the way <laughs> Baker's been playing. <laughs> Odell it is crazy because the way Baker's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they can't get the ball to Odell. <laughs> You might as well throw it up and start running after this shit. Uh, for real, I mean it's it's terrible. Dude, man. Baker has been so bad, and I, like they keep finding the Browns have like they've sucked at other things in their losses. Yeah. So you you kind of have these built-in excuses like oh Baker didn't have any protection or oh they didn't run the ball. Oh their coach is trash, and their coach definitely is trash. Mm-hmm. I need five games. I've seen enough. He he's awful. Yeah. They you they just drew themselves a blueprint for how they should be playing, and they play nothing like that this week. Now the 49ers bullied them, so I I get that it's tough to run the ball. But yeah. Why even put the ball in Baker's hands if he's gonna be running for his life? Right. It's, it's, again, you're setting you're setting your quarterback up to fail. And he's he's failed spectacularly. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been he has not lifted them when they don't play as well as they're supposed to. Right. And, and my my issue with them is they've they've built this team as if they had a leader, like they hired a, a rookie coach who really doesn't doesn't have a ton of experience, as if this team is full of veterans. Mm-hmm. As if you have a team of veterans, you don't need leadership. Like, for all, for the people who thought Baker Mayfield was a good leader, is, is that what good leadership looks like? <laughs> You're not shaking hands before the game, and then you come out there and you look like a scrub? Right. I mean, the fact that his job is still secure as the starting quarterback, it just, it just shows to me that the... The level of commitment that he had, that he re- he has received, 
is ridiculous. He needs to be completely off the quarterback ranking list. Absolutely. Remember the beginning of the season? Before the season started, he was like ninth or eighth yes. on some people's. I didn't remember. I didn't want to put him in my list. Yeah, I was like, because I, I even asked him, like, is Baker like, people think Baker is eighth? I, I mean, like, he what? was accurate last year. That's it, though. But to me, to me, that's probably the first thing I look at. Yeah. Skill, I mean, you know, obviously leadership and all that stuff is important. But just from a skill set, you got to be able to fit the ball into tight spots. Mm-hmm. And he was doing that last year. And I don't know if it's because he has no protection, but he's not accurate. Not at all. He's not athletic at all. He, Dude, he honestly cannot see over, like, a big lineman. Right. And to me... To me, that shows another more coaching issues because Kyler Murray is just as small as he is. And Kyler Murray has an awful offensive line, and he's finding ways to tie good teams. He's finding ways to beat the teams they're supposed to beat, and he's played well on certain occasions. Right. I mean, I can make a case Baker has had zero good games for them. <laughs> I agree. He, he didn't play well against the Jets, but of course, you're supposed to beat the Jets. Mm-hmm. The Jets can't score more than six points. And then it was the running game that carried them against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Nobody noticed any of B- Baker's passes. Right. And you come out here and you're as awful as you were. <laughs> you're forcing the ball to a receiver who clearly doesn't have sure hands. Who's the, the guy that just came off a of suspension? Harris? No. No, who was the guy who was pretty much to blame for, like, two of the picks? <laughs> uh, what's his name? God damn it. It's Johnson, Chubb, Landry, Beckham, and Harris. That's all. Dude, there, am I not missing? Is there not another receiver who just came off a of suspension? Uh... I don't know. I don't know, but they were forcing it to some guy. I'm mad I can't remember his name. I'll probably remember as the show, as our show keeps going, but Callaway. There you go. Callaway. Oh, okay. I just want to Uh point out, he targeted him three times and threw two picks. (laughs) Two of the three were picks? And he couldn't even catch the third one. That's crazy. And Baker, it just it doesn't make sense to me. Why do they they stay picking a receiver to force the ball to? Again, you just had success running the ball. Why are you forcing it to random receivers? And why why do they even bother having Beckham? Honestly, I don't know. They don't use him. Not at all. <laughs> they throw one good pass to him a night, one, and then the rest of them are trash, or they just don't even throw it his way. Dude, if they come into week eight still atrocious against, you know, the big in the big games mm-hmm. and Baker's like struggling to put together a good game, I'm calling for his job. I agree. I don't know who bet I'm I guess Tyrod Taylor, maybe. Yeah. And Tyrod Taylor is a fine starting quarterback. Yeah. You know. So, I, I mean, Baker just can't – I don't care what the roster issues are. I don't care what the team problems. You just – you can't – eight for 22? With that roster? Dude, you've been 
you just you just throwing turnovers. Like you just throwing turnovers. If you're not gonna throw touchdowns, at least start throwing the ball away in the, to the sideline. Mm-hmm. Stop turning the ball over. You're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And they're just they were awful and they got they got bullied by the 49ers. Beckham won't even be a pro bowler this year. No, why would he? He has what, maybe one touchdown? <laughs> Five games and Odell has one touchdown? Yeah, that's and you played criminal. the you played the Jets, you cooked the Ravens, you played the Rams who have kind of been getting exposed the last couple weeks. Yeah, the Rams aren't known for their like receiving defense. Not I mean Right. It's okay. They got, but... they got lit up by Jameis a couple weeks ago. Right. And honestly, Jameis Winston has looked like a significantly better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And there's no excuse for that. <laughs> there's no excuse? None. I don't care. I, I don't care. Dude, You. I don't care if you don't have protection. Dak Prescott didn't have protection, and he threw for 400 yards. Yeah. So you couldn't complete more than eight passes for 100 fucking yards? <laughs> With argue, with a top five receiver on your team, you have a top five receiver, and then you have a top fifteen receiver. Yeah, and, top and you can't get more than a hundred yards. Yeah, Mason Rudolph the other week on Monday night was throwing straight screen passes, <laughs> and he gave me two hundred and like fifty yards, <laughs> throwing screen passes practically all night. Right, and Baker Mayfield couldn't get me more than eight completions. Yeah. That's just, wow. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. It, <laughs> it really doesn't. I mean, Colt McCoy. <laughs> Colt right. McCoy had 120, 119. That's what I'm saying. Colt McCoy was getting his ass whooped the entire game. Yeah. Colt McCoy's receivers didn't even know where to run. Right. And he still got more yards than Baker Mayfield. And it was his first start his first start this year, McCoy? Yes. Yeah. Let me read let me read these rankings one more time. The PFF preseason quarterback rankings. Uh. <laughs> Number one, Tom Brady. Two, Drew Brees. Three, Patrick Mahomes. No arguments yet. Four, Aaron Rodgers. Five, Andrew Luck. Doesn't matter now. Six, Russell Wilson. Seven, Matt Ryan. False. Eight Ben Roethlisberger, you know, you know what happened. Nine Philip Rivers, false. Ten <laughs> Baker Mayfield. They had Baker Mayfield the tenth best quarterback in the league. Dude, Baker Mayfield. I can list you some of the uh, like up and coming quarterbacks and some of the new guys. Yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, Deshaun Watson has been light years better than him. Jimmy Garoppolo has been better than him. Philip Rivers was atrocious last week, and he was better than him. Teddy Bridgewater has been better than him. Much better. <laughs> I mean, and then 11, Carson Wentz, 12, Deshaun Watson, 13, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Stafford, Cam Newton, Dak Prescott was 17th, Garoppolo was 18th. I'd take every one of those quarterbacks over Baker Mayfield right now. Jameis is 21st, Mariota's 22nd. Kyler was 23rd. Like, 
Come on, man. This is crazy. I can make a case that every starting quarterback except the Dolphins and mm, not even, no, the Redskins, Case Keenum was playing better than Baker. And Lamar Jackson was 27th. <laughs> There's only 32 guys on here. Bruh. I mean, honestly, you can make a case every starting quarterback except the Dolphins has played better than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Yeah, Rosen. Well, Rosen Seriously. just started starting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I'm looking through the teams right now, and I can't, I can't look at a team and say that any their quarterback has been worse. Right. I mean, maybe the Jets just because Darnold has been out. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Trubisky, but I'd still take Trubisky over no. ba- what Baker's been doing. He's definitely been better than Baker this year. I mean, it's me. just backup quarterbacks have been better than him. Yeah, like I said, Gardner Gardner Minshew looks like a Hall of Famer compared to Baker Mayfield right now. Yeah, and Gardner Gardner Minshew just lit up the best pass defense in the league. Yep. And again, Baker Mayfield couldn't get me ten completions. <laughs> the yeah. Vikings, the Vikings in Week One didn't even want Kirk Cousins to throw the ball. Like, they played a football game not wanting their quarterback to throw the ball, and Kirk Cousins got 10 completions. Yeah. I mean, I can only put it so many ways. I mean, it's obvious. (laughs) Baker has been an app. Dude, we were talking about him as an MVP candidate. In five weeks, he has gone from possible MVP candidate to potentially the worst starting quarterback in the league. Yeah, that that's that's a quick drop. After three elite years of college grading, Mayfield carried his strong play to the NFL, <laughs> where he finished number ten grade at eighty four point five, finished his second in big time throw percentage, and his excellent college accuracy transferred nicely as he finished sixth in our overall accuracy charting. Yo, this is just, this is just proof that the NFL analysts. Are like the worst analysts at all the sports for like yeah. their sport. They're terrible. Yeah, because they you can't do you can't take small sample sizes in football. You can't. Like in basketball, you can kind of see trends. You know, you can kind of picture what's gonna play out. Yeah. In football, it's it's it varies so much week to week. And in, in football, statistics and um. You know, trends on, you know, with numbers is not, it doesn't tell you anything. You have to watch right. stuff. You have to see it. It's right. The sight of it is way better than the, um, you know, the statistics of it. Like basketball, you could say, okay, well, Curry hit five threes the last ten games. He's probably going to keep hitting threes. But football, if you say, oh, he had five touchdowns, but it, they were hard touchdowns, you're like, oh, he might not do that again. Right. So, I mean, I don't get it, man. It's it's, it's crazy. The hype. It's not yeah, over, though. I, he could turn it around. I mean, yeah, they're, they're still, you know, it wasn't a back-breaking loss. I know the Ravens got a win, but, I mean, the Ravens didn't really look that good to me. No, yeah, me neither. And, and Jackson has kind of been regressing. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy is after that second week when they beat 
Arizona, and I was praising him for not turning the ball over. <laughs> he started turning the ball over literally after I said that. Yeah. And, I mean, he he tried to lose against the Steelers, honestly. He just barely won that. With, with some of the throws he was making, I was like, bruh. And he wasn't getting, like, they weren't coming at him. They were coming at him, but not as much as it, the stats made it seem like. Right. Yeah. For him to have 70 rushing yards and 14 rushes is not, you know. And you bet, and you, honestly, you better beat the Steelers who lost their backup quarterback. Right. You know, they're already playing a backup quarterback who's marginal, and he gets knocked out of the game, and you still barely pulled that out? Yeah, that was a rough one. That's tough, man. I hopefully he doesn't look like that in the future. He he can't afford to turn the ball over if the Ravens are going to win games. Right. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what else happened? Uh, I thought the Raiders got a really nice win. What did you think about the um, Rams and Seahawks? That was a good game. It was. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson has jumped to probably what second. And after Mahomes struggles this past weekend, yeah. On if we're looking at the first five weeks of the season, you can make a case that Wilson has been the best quarterback. Yeah, you can. And I have no problem with that. Uh, and and he he honestly has carried Seattle through so much. Yeah. This is to me he's such a lock for a Hall of Fame quarterback because he's overcome everything that you expect your quarterback to struggle with. Yeah, out of the not locks, he's the closest to a lock, you know, out of the He's a lock to me, man. I'm done I'm done doubting him. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a lock to me too, but if he's not a lock in I, everyone everyone's eyes, he has to be the closest to it. Yeah, he, I, he probably has to play for like 4 or 5 more years and rack up some more stats just for people to like really see it. Yeah. But as far as the the things he does on the field and he's what he's done, yeah. One of the things I really love about him is that he's not he wasn't like a Hall of Fame quarterback from the jump, right? Like he has developed into an all time great quarterback. Yeah, and you could you could see that he's improved practically every year. Yeah, I mean he's it's hard not to root for a guy like that. Yeah. On, and I really don't give a shit about the Seahawks. Nah, me neither. But I, I like watching him succeed because he, he does it the right way. He's such a creative quarterback. He does everything well. Mm -hmm. He throws dots. He he scrambles but under control. He overcomes poor protection. He overcomes no like big-name receivers. Mm -hmm. He makes receivers into big-name guys. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's made DK Metcalf into, like, a, a great rookie receiver. Yeah, yeah. DK Metcalf has shown me, like, Deshaun Jackson flashes at times. Yeah. That's a good um, comparison, yeah. And, I mean, I just... Man, some, that, that throw... That, what was it? His, I think his first or second touchdown when he was rolling out to the left and just threw that, like, corner of the end zone dot. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I don't even think Aaron Rodgers can make that throw. Yeah, man. I mean, he just... 
I don't know. I, I don't know how sold I am on the Seahawks, but uh, with, with Russell Wilson at quarterback, they got a chance. They always, yeah, they always have a chance with him for sure. Uh, and they're really well coached. Pete Carroll has been doing really well. Yeah. Uh, the Rams. The Rams have been kind of frustrating the last couple weeks. Jared Goff might mess around and get like yardage records and <laughs> not be a Hall of Famer, but have some of the most yards ever. I don't understand why. Why is it coming to the point where he threw for how many? Like he threw what sixty four passes last week, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And then he threw fifty or forty nine this past Thursday. Yeah. Sixty eight. Yeah. <clears throat> he has thrown over a hundred passes in the last two games. <laughs> yeah. Sean McVay. Before that. He has thrown practically 150 passes in three weeks. Yeah. See, uh, Rams, what what the hell is going on? <laughs> Only seven touchdowns and he has <laughs> 1,700 yards. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he, like, I don't even want to get mad at Goff because he actually, he... He made all the plays he needed to make to win the game. Mm-hmm. Like if if they make that field goal, we're we're having a kind of a different narrative about the Rams. Yeah. Uh, but you're again, you're setting yourself up for failure. If you tell me from before the game that you're gonna you're gonna your game plan is for Jared Goff to throw fifty plus times, I'll, I'll guarantee to your face that you will lose. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what the other two... I don't care if you're playing the... They could have found a way to lose to the Dolphins having Jared Goff throw that many times. Right. Like, I know they're not running the ball well, but you can't just fall back on a game manager. Right. And you pay... You can pay Jared Goff whatever you want. You could make him throw as far down the field as you want. He He's a game manager. He's not an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's con- you know, he's confident and he's he seems like a good leader, he's a good character guy, good locker room guy, uh similar to Dak Prescott. But when you need him to pick your offense up and to carry the scoring, he doesn't do that. He he's not capable of doing that. Right. And I mean, they're just they're try- it seems like they're trying to lose almost because their <laughs> defense has gotten worse and worse. And they're just relying on Jared Goff, who, again, who the fuck wants to rely on a mediocre quarterback? Right. Nothing against Jared Goff, but we know what he is. Mm-hmm. We, know, we know he's not Mahomes. We know he's not Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, he averages 330 yards per game. I mean, so do Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's stats probably look good too, and they're watch about what the, the Falcons are doing. Yeah, they're about the same. So you you just stats can be very deceptive when looking at quarterbacks, right? Uh, but I I I can't really blame Goff for their last couple losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goff is doing what they kind of force him to do. Yeah. And they haven't helped him by going down early, and now you're forcing him to throw the ball 30, 40, 50 times. Right. I just, I can't, I can't comprehend how it's getting past 45. (laughs) 
My guy's arm is gonna fall off by week eight. And who's their um, who's their running back? Gurley. Right. And Gurley's been hurt, or he seems to be hurt. But you're you're still including him. Like he's been catching a lot of passes. He's still running the ball. He's not getting you a hundred yards, but he's still you're still giving him carries. Right, and he's easily a top ten running back. And he right, Goff is third in pass yardage. I mean, you know. Anyway, let's get off of football real quick. Preseason basketball. Because it's been a lot of hype, a lot of anticipation. People are seeing these new teams finally, new players. Um, did you see the any of the Rockets highlights? Yeah, I saw uh, Harden was fucking up Hollis Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think? You think they're dangerous? I think they're regular season dangerous. Right. I'm going to have a hard time. Uh, I'm going to come into this season sleeping on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to be hesitant to wake up on them. Mm-hmm. Because it just certain teams, I don't even care about what they do in the regular season. Like the Rockets? Rockets are for sure one of those teams. <laughs> They're no, they got another really random roster now. Cephalosha out of nowhere. Vin McLemore <laughs> out of ben, nowhere. Vin McLemore has looked good the first couple games. Yeah, he has. But I'm just saying, like, where was Vin? I don't even remember what team Vin McLemore was on last year. Memphis, or or Cephalosha. Cephalosha was sitting in Utah, I'm sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on Utah, but I didn't know if he finished there last year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and Tyson Chandler, they picked up. Good pickup, but, you know, he was kind of like someone nobody else wanted at one point. They're going to win a lot of games just because Harden and Westbrook are going to carry the the scoring load every night. I think their games are going to look a lot like the Raptors games. Harden and Westbrook will play very well, have really good stats, and they'll still lose the game. <laughs> to the Raptors. That's fair. I mean, I didn't even know Stanley Johnson was on the Raptors now. I don't know how he got there, but. <laughs> yeah, he was their big pickup. <laughs> Him and Hollis Jefferson were the they really replacements. Brought, they really extended Kyle Lowry for $30 million. For one year. What's he going to do in one year? What's the point of that? Honestly, what is the point? Maybe you're he told bre- him he's gonna retire. You're breaking the cat, or you're breaking your cat room for a a game managing uh, point guard. Right. I mean, he was great in the playoff run, but he didn't he didn't Not show great. me he didn't show me that he is anything more than what I thought of him. The finals, he was good in the finals. The rest of the playoffs, it was no surprise. But in the finals. He definitely stepped it up a notch and really showed he could lead the team. Him and Van Fleet both were atrocious in the playoffs. Yeah. And then just turned it up. Yeah, and the finals was just, they were, you know, it was like they were never bad throughout the right, right. other 20 games they played in the playoffs, which is cool. I mean, you know, they're big-time players. Um, 
Van Fleet's a big time player. <laughs> yeah, he is. I'm not calling Lowry one final run. I mean, they call Kawhi big time. He's two final runs. I mean, Ka- Kawhi, yeah, I give you two. I give Manning, <laughs> oh, cre- I give Ka- Eli credit for two. When but Kyle gets his next one, he'll be Joe all right. Joe Flacco is a different story. <laughs> you got to give me more than one run. One run, and you could argue that it's fluke. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Two runs, and at that point, what, even if it both were fluke, I got to give you some credit. Mm-hmm, I got you. I got you. We'll see. I mean, he won't He won't make it this year, but we'll see if he gets, gets another. Before his career is over I think he's done after that year though I don't know if he'll retire I mean I think I don't think he'll retire But I would expect him to move from the Raptors I think he'll retire Because I don't know What else he'd be playing for That's true And the Raptors are the only team In the last six years Who've wanted to pay him Yeah he And he's gonna You know This is new guys in the Trey Youngs The Donovan Mitchells like, you know, he's not going to keep making an all-star team. Right. After next year, it's over with <laughs> for the all-star team. So, he might as well go ahead and hang it up. Not going to win championship, not in Toronto. And he's had a good career. He's had a very good career, yeah. I mean, he was he was a nice player for the Rockets for a, for a number of years. He's had a career some players would have dreamed of. Right. Yeah. He's exceeded all expectations I had for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Raptors are, speaking of whether the Raptors will be good, Siakam is their key. Yeah. If, if Siakam continues to improve and look like what he looked last year, mm-hmm. uh, they could be a competitive team. Uh, I'm not sold Siakam, on Siakam. I, I'm not either. Yeah. But, it, like, if Siakam is just another guy who's just a like, high energy and he – you know, he's still going to rebound. He's still going to get cleanups and that same left-to-right spin. <laughs> yeah, that he does over and over again. Yeah, it's his, he either has that or he has a Euro step. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all the, all the 6'10", you know, OD wingspan guys will Euro step because they just cover so much ground. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's got to be elite for them to be a good team because they can't – they can't rely on Mark Gasol or Stanley Johnson to lead them in scoring. Definitely not. They can't rely on Lowry God, to, no. to carry the offense. Like that just that can't you're asking to lose a lot of games if you're doing that. He said Mark Gasol or Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson might not even get minutes. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know who their OG Anubi. Oh yeah, he's supposed to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Great. Yeah, they're, they're uh, it's Speaking ugly of, team. Bef- before we get off the Rockets for, for good, did you see the uh, GM comments, the Daryl Morey stuff? I didn't see the comments, but I saw the controversy around the comments, yeah. I, I don't have too much to say about it. My, my thing is, like, don't make an ignorant statement if you're not informed on something. Right. And I, I kind of think that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And my friend pointed it out to me like, you know, it's not the worst statement in the world, but you, you have to understand the, like, what your perspective is. You have to understand who you are and how powerful your voice is. Yeah. 
And you just you can't make you can't make careless statements like that, especially about another country. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's. I hope I hope this doesn't like permanently damage. Uh, the NBA's relationship with China. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, that's that's frustrating. I saw Yao was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, it's tough, and and the thing is, it's people's safety is at stake. You know, both the obviously people in Hong Kong and the NBA players. If we were to play there, and you know, when the NBA players got hurt or something like that, then what would yeah. happen? You know, it's just a situation yeah. that shouldn't be, like you said, man. It shouldn't be commented on. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be any ignorance around it should be a delicate situation and it, it didn't seem like from what i heard maury wasn't being very delicate with it right yeah 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 all right um <laughs> zion we gotta talk zion his speaking of hype preseason dunk fest Let's 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 he's playing the Hawks now. Let's take it easy. <laughs> and the Hawks preseason also. I mean right. no one is trying to get hurt in pre no one's gonna try to block a dunk in preseason. Yeah. And, you know get hurt, hurt somebody else <laughs> other than a Morris twin. No one else is out here trying to, you know, get hurt in preseason games. So yeah. I mean, he. It was a dunk fest, all right, though. One thing, I mean, his his speed is really like slept on, in my opinion. Oh, it is absolutely. And, and it, it's hard to sleep on a guy who's like athleticism is pretty much his whole game. Yeah, and he's somehow faster than you think he is. Yeah. Uh, and one thing, like when he rises up, if you can't jump after he's risen up, like some guys, you know. If LeBron goes up, some of those seven footers could kind of catch him if they, you know, if they're big enough. Yeah. If Zion's up in the air, dude, let it go. <laughs> yeah. If anything, my fear is that because you know teams are gonna try to hard foul him, mm-hmm. and how with how he leaps, he's he. I I I wouldn't be surprised if he suffers a couple of like really dangerous collisions. Yeah. Or really dangerous falls, especially. He's so big, man. I don't, I don't know if it'll matter. <laughs> if I mean, someone hits him, he's just... That's he, the thing. Like, if somebody takes his feet out from under him... Yeah. Especially considering how high he gets. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I'm excited to see what he does. I am, too. Yeah. I mean, him getting out on the fast break. Whew. And another person whose speed has slept on is Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo's been fast. Yeah, and, and I... I remember, I mean, I, I said that when he first came in, he was really fast, faster than I thought, but he was faster than he was advertised, definitely coming out of college. I don't remember people saying, you know, he's really fast, but he yeah. is fast. One thing I saw, Lonzo, there was the video of him, like, fixing his shot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I actually, the the three he hit in the beginning of the game, I thought actually looked like that shot that he was fixing. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, that's I like that I'm seeing 
his improved shot in the game. Yeah, yeah. He's not falling back on the you know that disgusting thing he used to have. Yeah, and and you know, um, people were kind of dogging the workout video he put up, saying, "Yeah, he's just shooting in open gym, like nobody there, right?" Right, right. But people who don't play basketball don't understand that, like, if you can't shoot at all. You don't start trying to shoot with people in your face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he couldn't shoot at making, all. When you're making drastic changes to how you shoot the ball. Yeah. You like, you need to take wide open shots. Right. And all the shots he made in the game were wide open shots. Yeah. He wasn't like, I mean, he hit that one in the first preseason game uh, or the scrimmage or whatever in somebody's grill. But um, last night, or was that last night? Against the Hawks, a lot of his shots were wide open, you know, catch and shoot open shots. Yep. And, I mean, that's what you work on and it starts going in. It looked good, man. He looks really good, actually. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting more excited for them as as the season's coming up. Yeah. They, they might have one of the fastest, fastest teams in the league, like top yeah. to bottom roster. I'm curious to see how, like, Drew Holiday is kind of their, like, unquestioned leader at this point. Just because of age. Yeah, but he's he's still a really good player. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. And and I think if he, if he's kind of their closer, like, he doesn't have to carry them. Yeah. But if they can turn to him when the offense is kind of a mess. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll they'll win more games than people think. Yeah, I, I think so too. Because they have a lot of good players. I'm sure they're gonna have an, another another young guy or two who'll like step up and play well. Lo- looks like Lonzo might be that guy, honestly. Yeah, Ingram uh, Ingram scored well last that game. I still don't like how he plays. Yeah, me neither. Still kind of black holey for sure, and it's. Shot selection is not good at all. Yeah, dude. You at this point, man. If if any young basketball player is aspiring like to model their game after a player, you you can't. It can't be Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> like I love Melo, man, and and he used to be all time great. Yeah. But you cannot learn to play basketball like that anymore. No, you can't. Like the days of of just getting mid post touches and you just going to work. Like that doesn't happen. No, very if you can't rarely. Make quick, if you can't make quick moves, if you can't make quick shots, like you're you're just fucking up the offense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how they go. They got Hart too. Don't forget. Um, yeah, Hart's another guy who could be be good for them. Yeah. I mean, they have they they also have veteran leadership. Like you said, Holiday's one, JJ's one. Uh, so I, I think they have a good mix. Yeah. Um, the Hawks, the Hawks looks pretty good. Their young, all their young talent looks pretty good. Uh, Cam Reddish looks nice. Yeah. I really like good how start. he shoots the ball. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. He's he's a long like wing guy. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see. You saw Vince Carter's like <laughs> behind the back pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Vince looks so old. <laughs> yeah, they he just look so old. Raptors man. need to go ahead and pick him up so he could let it go. 
It's time, Vince. I, I mean, I like I like that he's still contributing. I do too. He's still a capable player, but like you, you can't play him, you know, more than 15, 20 minutes. Right. But but he, I'm not saying like he shouldn't be, you know, retiring because he can't play. Because so far he's been a good player. No, yeah, he's he he deserves a spot in the league. But and he has he has somehow found a way to be healthy throughout like all of his 30s. Yeah. Like he wasn't injury prone when he was a star, but he would get hurt from time to time. Mhm. But he's found a way to like as he's aged to be healthier. To be one of the most athletic players ever to keep his youth how he does is really crazy. Yeah. 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 Let's see what what else was there from um See what Durant's bum ass said about New York. About, yeah, man. Durant probably never went to New York until he got into the league. He said, "I didn't even really consider them." Yeah, whatever. Uh, at face value, I don't disagree with the stuff he said. But you know he's but lying. Like, it's not. It's not even about him lying, dude. He, his stop interviewing him, bruh. Like, I'm really tired of people, like, going to him for these... Like, who fucking wanted to talk to him about New York? It's clickbait. It's so irritating. And he 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 gives these answers that make me literally, like, I don't want to call you a bitch, but every time you speak, that's the, that's the first thing I think of. Yeah. Like, dude, don't... Even if you're right, which you are, you, you shouldn't say that. Like, that's not something you should be saying in public. Right. And, and he knows better, but he, again, he, him and Kyrie, I, I don't know. That team. Is I'm not going to criticize Durant. We've done it enough. It, do the Nets have the deepest team in the league? I don't know about deepest, but uh, they're up there. Between the Nets and the Lakers. I mean, you know, I, I still think some of the, like, Denver's a pretty deep team. Yeah, they're deep, yeah. Especially with Porter Jr. potentially coming back. Yeah. Uh, I think Portland could be a really deep team. We'll see, hopefully. Philly, yeah. if Philly somehow figures out this roster, which I don't believe they will, but if if they do, <laughs> yeah, they will also be a very deep team. You mean with like Burke and James Ennis and, uh, I mean, James, I don't mind James Ennis. Like James Ennis would ma- get playing time on my team. They have Kyle O'Quinn. <laughs> he wouldn't play on my team. <laughs> we run, we run five five guards out there. <laughs> That's wild. Oh man. I mean the the Nets the Nets have. They may not be the deepest, but I think they have the best players on the bench at anyone else in the league. I guess, I don't know if that means the same thing, but, like, I I think Dinwiddie could start on most teams. Um, I mean, most teams that don't have, like, an all-star point guard, obviously. Torian Prince was a really, really solid. He was, like, the best player on Atlanta until Trey Young yeah. came. Yeah, and then I think um, uh, what's his name? What's oh Allen? Jared Allen would start on a lot of teams that don't have an all-star center. 
I think not just those three, but those three guys with Levert, with uh, Garrett Temple has been a solid role player. Hollis Jefferson's a guy who usually plays well. When the Raptors got him now, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they let him I go. Forgot. But they, they got Wilson Chandler out of that, which, you know. That's, I'm not excited. DeAndre Jordan also is a big pickup for them. Yeah, and DeAndre's a big pickup. They're deep, man. I don't know. They have a lot of guys. When you sub them out, you don't lose much. Didn't That's what he... I told you. I told you a couple weeks ago. Kyrie has no excuse for this team not to be good. No, he doesn't. They don't need Durant to at least make the playoffs. Oh, for sure. They could this make team... the finals without Durant, honestly. In my <laughs> it's opinion. Easy. That's that's why I'm so excited to watch them. Because I'm going to be so off the Kyrie bandwagon. And to be honest... This team is no different than, like, it's no worse than the Warriors to me. I mean, the Warriors were a stacked team, but, like, Durant left a stacked team to just just as much stacked team. Yeah, they're, they're like you said, they're deep as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no reason why, like, when Kyrie gets hurt or someone gets hurt, there should be no problems with them, you know, mm-hmm. keeping up with with the squad because they have a really good bench. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander looked pretty good today. Oh yeah, yeah. Hit a bunch. Hit a bunch of jumpers, deep ones too. Yeah, that, that was kind of his the knock yeah, on he him. He really, too. he really couldn't hit threes at all, from what I saw. Yeah, uh, but I think he hit like three or four today. Yeah. Um, the, but, people you know, have high hopes fun. for his brother, um, Alexander Walker. From the Pelicans? Hmm. I don't know. I guess him and we'll, uh we'll see. Shea go just Shea have been in the gym. You know who um I wanna ask you this. What's a not a hot take, but what is a surprise for others that won't be a surprise to you this season? Like give me yeah. an example of something that'll happen or a play a performance that won't surprise you, but probably will surprise everybody else. Like people aren't thinking about. Um, interesting. A positive one though. Okay. Ah, oh, positive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. I'm very skeptical. Yeah, you can think about it. We can talk about it next time. Uh, no, I think um, I think the Warriors will be a they to me they could easily be a top four seed in the West. Okay. Not because not because they're the most talented, but because they they know what their system is and I believe they could plug in the most scrubs and still play well. Mhm. Uh I'm not I'm not going to pick them to be a top 4 seed, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they got it. Okay. Especially with Oracle being as lit as it is. Yeah. Now you got the new arena. Yeah. So I got, I got you. I got you. Do you got one? Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I think Terry Rozier is gonna be <laughs> one of the best point guards in the East. <laughs> and I know that's gonna surprise a lot of people. And when I say that, I don't mean he's gonna be an All Star, but I mean I think he's gonna have a really breakout season. I think he might average high twenties. I mean, high 20, I mean, like, between 20 and 
25 points a game this this season. I think people would be like, oh, wow. He's averaging in the 20s, but I'm not going to be surprised if he does. But, again, I wouldn't pick him. I won't pick him on my fantasy team. Right. But if he does that, I wouldn't be surprised at all. The only The only – like perspective that I can see what you're saying from is that Charlotte's going to be awful. Oh, they are. Charlotte's the so, worst team in the league, in my opinion. So in, that re- in that regard, I'm not surprised, but I I'm very skeptical on him averaging 20 plus. Charlotte would be the worst team in the NBA this season for sure. I just think he's not a consistent enough shooter for my liking. But he's going to have a greener light than he's ever had. But this is going to be the first time when defenses are kind of going to focus on him. And I think he'll have big games. Uh, but averaging 20, 25, that's a lot. What would be a big I, game for him? Oh, 30. Okay. okay. 30, 40, you know, 25 plus minimum. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, you know, like a big game for Lonzo would be like 28. Like, so a big game for Rosier is like, is 30. Yeah. Okay. I got you. But you know what I mean? Because, like, a big game for Lillard would be, like, 50. Right. No. But because he's coming off of being a backup guy. Yeah. So he's not used to getting 30, you know, multiple nights. We'll see. Yeah, we will. It's going to be a fun season, I think. Even for the bad teams, I think it's going to be a fun season. Uh, I'm, I'm really... The preseason, I've seen more people that, like, I've never heard of before. Like, more than I can remember watching preseason. Mm-hmm. Like, some guys that clearly won't make the team, but I don't even remember them in college. A lot of these guys, you know? Yeah. That's been pretty interesting to me. Like, these, like the teams playing now, OKC and Dallas. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know anyone on the court right now. For either of these teams, except for um, Abdel Nader, that's because he was on OKC last year. He's not on OKC no more. No, he's he still is. He still is. Oh, I'm, okay. I thought you meant he was in Dallas. No, no, no. He's he's on OKC, but I'm saying he's the only one on the court that I recognize from last season. I don't know any of the Dallas guys, but yeah. Um, is there any other NBA stuff? Uh, Hachimura has been playing pretty well. He, he, he looked good. I was excited with some of the stuff I saw. Hey, you guys are going to be all right, man. I mean, you're not going to be a good team, but you're not going to be bad either, I don't think. Yeah, I think we'll we'll win a number of, of games we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over, overall, yeah, we'll, we'll probably be in the 25, 35 wins. I don't understand the guys that come in the game that don't, do anything that's the probably blows my mind for the wizards and that's a you know i I talk about scott brooks a lot i dog scott brooks probably more than anyone else on the planet i probably don't dog him enough (laughs) but that's the scott brooks normal thing it's just it's just guys on the court that aren't doing anything basically like the dunder everyone who wasn't reggie jackson (laughs) Who was just stand there? Yeah, that was it. It was like the six man would score a lot, but no one else scored much. I don't remember anyone else who even came off the bench for them. At one point, um, when Harden was there, it was Harden, and then who else was the backups? 
um, oh, uh, well, Eric Maynard, <laughs> Royal Ivy, <laughs> yeah, Ronnie Brewer. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> uh, they did nothing. How did Ronnie Brewer last in the league as long as he did? I know, right? He was a pest on D. <laughs> yeah, I guess they used to have room in the league for guys like that. Yeah. Not anymore. Oh, that reminds me. One thing I noticed watching the Rockets, I've never seen as much space on the court as I do when I watch the Rockets in my life. It's like it's it's so much hardwood there. Like normally normally there's, you know, clumps of guys on the court, but it's like a wide open space with the Rockets, man. That's going to be tough, especially for Westbrook. If you can't help and Westbrook is driving to the basket, he might have a field day. I still think they're going to lose, but... Yeah, they'll find a way. A way to lose? Yeah. (laughs) If there's one thing I trust Harden and Westbrook is to figure out a way to lose. They turn over Kings. For sure. And they... And they become turnover kings, like, at the worst times. Yeah, they do. Which is what pisses me off even more. It would be wild if they both averaged a triple-double on the same team, though. That would be crazy. That would be be their greatest feat together, probably. But it won't happen, so. All right. Um, Anything else? Oh, um, Ben Simmons. He hit his first three of his NBA career in his third year. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> he was 0-19. Can we, can we, can he hit at least 10 before we give him some credit? Can he hit one on a American team? <laughs> I don't even think they're, who are they playing? Um, they're, they're scrimmaging a, a team from another country, right? Yeah, I think Japanese team maybe. Yeah, nah, I'm cool. Everyone's happy though. I I mean I'm happy he's hitting threes, but we'll see. All right. Um, what else? What'd you say? Uh, we could talk about the fight from this weekend. Oh, Triple G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Not much to say. Yeah, it's Triple G, man. People have seen Triple G. Uh, I don't know how to say the other guy's name. Do you? Mm-mm. <laughs> Derry. Uh, well, I just have to have the name in front of me. I I don't remember. Derry Vincenco. Derry Vincenco. Um, he got cut early, and he started being really aggressive and fighting back. He won a bunch of rounds. Um, but Triple G knocked him down in the first round and the points, you know, points had him winning most of the fight, obviously because of the knockdown. So Triple G won by one round on one car on two cards and two rounds on one card. It was a close fight overall. And, um, some, some rounds he was really giving it to Triple G. I was worried. I was worried Triple G was about to lose, but he looked beatable. He didn't look like the knockout king that he, you know, everyone thinks he is and the dominant beast 
Terminator or whatever his nickname is, but it was it was a very competitive and fun fight. So we'll see what happens. Canelo fights Kovalev uh, at the end of this month, I think, or next month, and then supposedly Triple G will fight the winner of that. So mm. um, I don't know why he wants Canelo again. I really don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. He barely won- he barely snuck with a draw the first time. He lost the second one. It doesn't really matter what everyone else thinks. His record says he lost, so let it go. Move on. You got other belts. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's all I got for the boxing of the week. Max on boxing. Yeah, we, we talked about sports enough. We can move on. Alright, I got a gem. Um uh are you you wanna go first, your gym? Uh, it's up to you. Yeah, no, we usually go first with you, so hold up. Introduce it while I pull it up. Uh Jeezy. Shout out to Jeezy. We talked we didn't really have the best things to say about his uh last project, <laughs> but you know. He's he's been around a while and he does have some, some gems. Yeah. So I wanted to throw one out there. Alright. This is Fake Love by Jeezy. Sweats 
make love, you can keep that shit. I don't need it, I don't want it. I don't desire, I don't ask for it, man. On ten toes, nigga. I'ma keep it going, I'ma live a dream, nigga. How about that? And we're back. I like that song has a nice throwback feel to it. It does, yeah, for sure. Yep. Alright. Um new music. It was a smooth R and B weekend. Uh I listened to Summer Walker's album and I listened to Sabrina Claudio's album. So you listen to Summer, right? You said? Summer was the one for me, yeah. Alright. Uh <laughs> Alright. What'd you think? Um, I I liked it, man. Uh, I had a good time listening to this. Yeah. Uh, I was. It was interesting that the songs are all very short. Well, for the most part. Uh, and this album kind of flies through. Very quickly, but but it, it works for for, kind of what it is, I guess. I mean, she sounds really good in in pretty much every song. Yeah. Which was the real? Because I I really never heard summer like any of her music before mm-hmm. uh and rick ross's album was really the first time i heard her as far as i remember mm-hmm. uh but yeah man i had a lot of fun listening to it i i liked how fast the album goes through yeah uh, I, some of the songs i almost wish were longer yeah she's that's kind of been her mo the the short short track thing mm-hmm. um but yeah, man, her the chemistry she has with these people. Yeah. Very smooth. I I think she just has one of those voices that's easy to jump onto. Mm-hmm. Um I also enjoyed how quick it was and how although it had this it had a similar vibe, like the album had a theme, mm-hmm. nothing sounded the same. Like sometimes yeah. those albums you know, especially this kind of genre, songs get very similar, and then it sounds like one long song. But this time, man, she did a really good job. Very, very well put together album. Yeah, it it was almost like a collection of, of cool interludes. Yeah. Uh, and they they bounce back, like bounce off each other really well. The transitions is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the features are pretty much. I mean, they're not flawless, but they're good for the most part. Yeah, I I enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed all of them. I think uh, I would definitely recommend this album. Yeah, yeah. I think I think she's she's a very talented artist, man. I'm I'm excited to see what she does next. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she's she's an artist that from here on out, when she pops up on a feature, that's gonna get me more excited about the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A A Boogie was the one. <laughs> he it was it was a, he was a miss. Yeah, I. It just didn't sound very good to me, and I'm, you know, <laughs> the A Boogie I'm, fan. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree, but I I enjoyed it still. But yeah, he he was the worst feature for sure. Yeah. And I think it was just the other thing is all the other features, even on paper, kind of go with her. Yeah. But his was like a just, you know, it wasn't even close really to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, uh, I had a song and I, I had like a illegal download version of this album. I don't know if maybe that threw it off, mm-hmm. 
But for some reason, for Potential, which is one of my favorite songs on here, yeah, it had Khalid as a feature. Oh, really? And he did not come up in the song. <laughs> That's crazy. I was so let down when I first heard it. Then I went to check like the official listing for the tracks, and he wasn't even in it. That's wild. I was like, bro, how does this happen? Yeah, that, that's crazy. And, and that was the only, like, I didn't have any other songs that, like, lied about who was on it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of weird. But I really like that song a lot. I do, too, yeah. Uh, for me, that's, I don't know if that's my favorite. I really liked uh, the Janae Aiko song. I did, too. Uh, and I think there was one other one I'm missing. Oh, the Usher, Come Through. Come Through come, was nice, too. That was probably my favorite, yeah, the Come Through. Yeah. I I don't I don't know why I mean if Bryson could get like 10 more seconds on playing games. Yeah. <laughs> except for so like short. one sentence so he short. put in there. I was like extended version. I don't know about all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Two, two and a half minutes is the extended version. <laughs> right. That's crazy. Yeah, that was kind of wild, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um uh, that beat I mean his voice Sounded perfect on that beat But that come through With Usher Was definitely my favorite mm-hmm. I like the Six Lack one too I like like it Yeah Six Lack and Party Next Door Both sounded really good mm-hmm. Yeah, It wasn't my favorite tracks But Like this album You could kind of listen to it Start to finish And really not have anything to skip Yeah and I I think Next couple times I listen to it I think I'll like something different Yeah You know I might like something different More the next time Depending on the vibe and party, man, it was good hearing them. I haven't heard them in a while, right? Um, so that was cool. Uh, nothing else. You didn't hear anything else this weekend? No, I didn't get a chance to listen to review much. Okay. Um, I listened to Sabrina Claudio's album. I believe it's her third, second or third album. Truth is, all right. All right. This music, man. I really wanted to like this. Right? I had a friend who was a big big Sabrina Claudio fan. And individual songs like he sent me, I liked. Um and I liked some songs I found on my own like I she had, she had an EP that was pretty good. But this album was so boring, man. It's one of the most boring albums I've ever heard in my life. And I tried really hard to like it. I just I couldn't keep playing it, honestly. I listened to it in the car. I was like, nah, this obviously isn't good car music. So I, you know, hit the headphones. Mm, where I was wasn't the right place. <laughs> I got in bed listening to it, right? I'm like, oh, okay, I'm chilling. I go listen to chill music. It was still too boring, man. It was just one of those, like, I, I don't know. It just, The thing is, it didn't sound bad. Her voice is, she has a beautiful voice. The music sounded good. She's a really good lyricist. Like, her lyrics are good. But the, the music is just boring. That's, that's all. I don't know how, how else to put it. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's always tough. Yeah, so... That was it. That's really all I have to say about it. Hmm. What'd you think of Travis's new single? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that, man. I should have played that as the intro. I forgot. Hmm. 
First of all, as soon as I heard this, I was like, oh, okay. I know what's going on. Because it, it sounds a lot like the Astro World kind of beats. You know? What do you think about it? It's a cool song. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's it's... I like that this is kind of his first big single. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading into, I'm assuming, what his next album is going to be. Yeah, I can't tell if it's going into the next album or if it's like a... Just its own thing. Yeah, or like a butterfly effect thing where like, you know, it'll be on the next album, but it's really not the lead single. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and I hope he doesn't do what he did with Butterfly Effect to where he just kind of runs it into the ground. <laughs> Butterfly Effect somehow, like, remained popular for way too long. Did it to you? To me, it did. Because I remember hearing it all the time. Hmm. It was everywhere. It was in clubs. It was on the radio. It's hard, though. <laughs> I mean, it's a great track, but when you listen to it for, you know, five months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't even like listening to God's plan for more than like a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you so, mean. So it just I hope I hope this song doesn't get overplayed for me. Mhm. Uh I mean I I don't really go out much now so like probably won't but it's one of these songs that I don't want to hear too often. Yeah. I got you. I understand. Like, I, I enjoy a nice break and I'll come back to it. Yeah. It's one of and his, a lot of his music is getting like that for me. He he doesn't have like that replay kind of music to me. Um, but yeah, man, I it's a good song. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I think a lot of his music, especially from uh, Birds in the Trap. Oh, Birds in the Trap does, but I I mean like as of late, like this new kind of style he's doing with Astro World. Yeah. No, nah, I, I got you. I mean, I could listen to. A song a couple times But like It's not one of those Like I You know some of those songs You get addicted to Kinda Yeah Like I need to hear this song again today Like it's a daily thing I don't have any of those From him But I know Yeah it's been a while Yeah Yeah Um The only thing about Travis He found his niche And is great And he's the best at it but like I, I don't want him to do that forever. I don't want I don't want just the same you know, I don't want another butterfly effect every time he has a new single. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um the flow was similar, the beat is similar. This really sounds like a throwaway from Astro World more than it does a new single cuz it's really the same style. Very similar style. If this is a new single and the next album is going to sound like just Astro World Extended, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I don't want to happen to him. But I, I think his he's kind of developed with every project. Like, his mixtapes have kind of been one note. Mm-hmm. Or his, like, he doesn't even have mixtapes. They're just, like, mid, like, preview albums. Yeah. Uh, those have been kind of one note. But I, I think album-wise, he's... Like, all his albums have gotten... Like, he's become a different artist in all of them to me. Oh, he, he has to me, too. But I'm saying, since the this new wave, I hope I hope that he keeps doing that. I don't okay. want the next album to be Astro World because Astro World yeah. was so popular. 
I got you. I don't want him to be like, oh, that's what y'all like? Okay, I'm going to keep giving you that. Like, nah. Yeah, I hope he doesn't do like, you know, he doesn't go for like the hit value. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And the way his stuff is hyped up, it's getting kind of corny now to me. Oh, he's got the stance. (laughs) Like he's got the stand. Even how this was hyped up with the aliens and all that, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they made me think this was this is like the God's plan of 2019. I thought this was gonna be an album. The way <laughs> the way they were hyping it up, I'm like, man, he finished the yeah. album already. Dude, I saw this all over social media. I'm like, like where where have I been? Am I under a rock that I'm not seeing a new Travis song? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. And, it almost made me hate it at first. I was like, man, this shit is not as good as everybody's saying it is. Me too. I did the same thing. And Highest and in the I, Room I, doesn't sound like a song title to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fire album. Highest in the Room? Like, he's now, you know what I mean? I thought, like, yeah. this is like a progression thing, a mixtape. He, he If he hits that, like, weed wave the right way. Yeah. People will go crazy for him. Yeah, for sure. And I saw all the alien, the different aliens. I'm like, wow, this is gonna be crazy. Yeah. So I go on there and I see one song. I'm like, wow, this is it. This is what we've been tripping about for days. But yeah, it's not really. I'm not tripping over this one. It's a, like I told you, it's a nice track. As soon as I heard it, I hit you up. I was like, yo, it's a nice track. It is, yeah. But I, I ain't you know going crazy. I ain't having it on replay all day or whatever. No. It's not that for sure, for sure. Okay. Um, uh, Gucci man, Gucci man hit up Meg the Stallion for they're on a track together. Yeah, Big Booty. I'm looking at. Is it good? <laughs> you you haven't heard it yet? Nah, I Big Booty sounds like, like exactly what I want to hear from the two of them. <laughs> let's let's check it out. Tell the skinny hoes to point me where the thick hoes at. He want a flat booty bitch. I'm not with all that. I got chills for days and I got wills for weeks. I bring out the fleet and it bring out the freak. It's a block party. They done blocked off half the street. She's a big booty bitch showing ass and cheeks. She's a walking bag of money. She's a masterpiece. So when she running game on you, she's an athlete. Hat trick, gave three hoes, three stacks of peace. And every time I get the hit, she get that bread from me. Big ol' ass is heavy. Shake that shit like jelly. Put me on your plate and slurp that shit up like spaghetti. Man, I make this shit look easy. I ain't trying. I just beat me. I ain't never met a hoe I felt like I had to compete with uh, This the type of booty make a nigga drop his bitch Wait, this the type of ass when I get home He washing dishes uh, He wanna ride on the horse He need to give me the keys to a porch I told him until you finish your dinner How can I let you leave off of the porch? Well, let me butter your corn on the car We give each other more neck than the bar He like to put a little all on my ass Before he records so I feel like a star Huh? Rolling like I'm Tina Pussy Aquafina Make this booty giggle like you Martin and I'm Gina hmm. Put me in designer uh, Let me meet your mom uh, if you got another bitch, don't put me in no drama. Tell the skinny hoes to point me where the thick hoes at. He want a flat booty bitch, I'm not with all that. I got chills for days and I got wills for weeks. I bring out the fleet and it bring out the freak. It's a block party, they done blocked off half the street. She's a big booty bitch, showing ass and cheeks. She's a walking bag of money, she's a masterpiece. That's exactly so what I expected. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> 
Like literally, I could have pictured it sounding that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I don't know. I don't. It has a weird kind of tone because it's really not a twerk song, but mm-hmm. but it's definitely a show off song. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be some showing off to it for sure. Um. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear any other singles? Uh no, I saw Magic Jordan had something. I hadn't I haven't heard it yet, but I'm I definitely will for the next time. Yeah, I haven't heard that either. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully we'll get a couple of releases this upcoming Friday. Is anyone rumored, like, do you know? I'm not sure, but there just hasn't been like like who other than Summer Walker, like you had something, but if you look at what's dropped Danny Brown, are you kidding? No, I'm not listening to Danny Brown. Yeah, no, me neither. I need Pee-wee someone Longway? needs to tell me that was good before I go listen to that. Yeah, Pee Wee Longway with somebody else. Are you kidding me? No, I don't want to f- listen to that. No, I'm not listening to Pee Wee Longway. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's crazy. Wale, that comes out this weekend. Oh, this Friday? Yeah. Oh, I'm for sure listening to that. Yeah. Yeah, behind the scars, Casanova, days we lost, Michael Sneed. I'm not familiar, but yeah, I'm right at it with Wale for sure. Yeah, I think that w- I think it's gonna be good. I don't want to anticipate, but uh, I I don't like hyping up his albums. He's let me down a couple times. <laughs> a couple times, dang. Yeah, I hype it up. I think it's gonna be fire. He took he I mean he took a step back with the second one and the third one for me. Mhm. I know the second one is the second one is aged really well. Mhm. Uh but like early on I remember not enjoying it as much and the third one is definitely a step back. Okay. But but I'm like I said I'm going to listen he's must hear for me. I don't care if he lets me down again. I'm going to listen to his project in 2 years all the same. Yeah. He's that good of a rapper to me that I wouldn't like he got to give me a lot of bad projects for me to like lose faith in him. Mhm. Yeah. All right. Um I don't have anything else. You want to talk about Joker? Or you want to wait? I'll watch it before I'll, next I'll, week. But. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, I'm very curious to see your thoughts. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it before next week. I'm not going to say anything. I mean I'll just say whatever your expectations are for for this movie, get rid of them, because <laughs> it's not gonna it's not gonna be what you think it is. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So. That's fair. All right. Uh, I'll play my gym, and we'll come back after that. Close it out. Uh, this is uh, I talk about him a lot. So, came out with a new single. Uh, this is my side of the bed by Anders. Just give me a sign
We're back. Um, any closing thoughts? I watched uh, season three of Big Mouth came out. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, I already ran through it. You did? It's so funny, man. That show is crazy, I mean, man. I don't know that how show, it, people funded so that show. It's so wild. Yeah, it is. That And the way they like get wilder and wilder as it progresses. Yeah. I mean, it's so entertaining. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I need to watch the new one. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's really good. All right. Uh, all right, you want to uh, introduce your throwback? Uh, <laughs> shout out to the old throwback to, to G Unit member. Yeah, man. Who I thought at one point in time was the best G Unit member. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, not not for a long time, but for a brief period. Yeah, yeah. From that like oh seven to twenty eleven, I'll say, mm-hmm. when fifty was kind of falling off, <laughs> and Lloyd Banks was like low key doing good things. Mm-hmm. And and Lloyd Banks had a little stretch of albums that actually were good. He did, and they're like they're all under the radar for people who aren't G Unit fans. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, it's a good track from one of his out al- one of his like, I think his second album maybe. I don't even remember the order, but it's a good track. 
Okay. Well, until next time, thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, whatever. Um, see you guys next time.